Hey, entrepreneurs, it's your podcast mogul, Phil Better here. I am excited for this episode, as as I know you are. Before we jump into this episode, I'm going to ask you, if you are also a podcaster and you're looking to grow your podcast or monetize your podcast, make sure you stay till the end of the episode. I have a special deal for you or a special offer, if you will. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm, of course, your host with the most, Phil Better, and today I'm very, very excited. As you know, I love talking to entrepreneurs from all over the world, different ages, because you guys are the entrepreneurs that need to learn from my experts. So today's guest actually went from zero to seven figures net worth starting at age 50. So they started in the second half of their life and they did it thanks to real estate investing. Through her coaching courses, podcast books, she loves sharing what she's learned in that time to help other women exceed their expectations and create a legacy because that's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. So please put your hands together for our guest, Christine McCarron. Christine, thank you so much for being here. Phil, thank you so much for having me. I'm psyched to talk to you today. Oh, I'm excited. So I gave you a little, a very brief overview of your history. Um, you started when you were 50, you went from zero to seven figures, which I'm sorry, is always impressive uh, to anybody when they start, when you're able to do that. But I want to know a bit more about you. So how about you give us a little bit pre-50, and then we'll once we catch up to the 50, we'll jump into the next half. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, the pre-50, like, why did it take me to be till I was 50 to actually do something exciting? I had tried on a lot of different hats <laughs> during that time, both the corporate hat, right, trying to be a, a good little corporate citizen and do what I was told. <laughs> Love those. As you know, right, good entrepreneurs are basically unemployable, right? <laughs> Very true. So I, I tried that on and, you know, uh, met some nice people, had had some fun, but for the most part, figured felt that it was not a good match for me. And then I was finishing up uh, a job. I had a, an overseas assignment for two years. And when it was coming to an end, I was like, should I stay here? Should I go back? And my neighbor said, why don't you just quit? And, and you know, because she said it's hard for you to figure out what you want to do when you're already doing something else. So I said, oh, that's a great idea. So I quit. And I was like, okay, now what am I going to do? And nothing like dived into my brain. So I, um, through a series of adventures and misadventures, I ended up starting an import company. And that was my first real entrepreneurial endeavor. And because I just like jumped in with no training, no information, no nothing, I failed, you know, like, but it took a long time. It took like six years to fail. So in that time. That, that's a very slow fail. Like I have to say that I'm an impressed. It's usually like people say it takes five years for a business to be able to succeed. You made it to the sixth year and then it, all of a sudden it went Poof. Yeah. Well, it was just because I was putting all my savings into uh, it. Like, you know, if I would have just traveled for those six years, it would have been probably cheaper. <laughs> But yeah, at that point, my savings were gone. So I was like, oh, crap, what am I going to do now? So I, uh, I ran into a friend who had just passed a real estate exam. 
And I said, oh, I want to do that. And so I got my real estate license and started doing rentals, actually, and oh. was just doing that. Like, so if doing rentals as a like a 40 something year old person is like it's something you do when you're in high school or college, rather, you know, I mean, it's just like you're taking young people, mostly college students to these hovels, right, that are like loaded with takeout containers and roaches and just really nasty places. It's not when you think about like, oh, real estate agent, right? You're going to think of this person showing somebody the the, tea, the beautiful teak floors. It's not like that at all. <laughs> ah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, you're a loser. You're like, I was living, really, I was living in a house with five other people. So this guy who was an entrepreneur, who was like 25 years old, had bought a, a, a house, a two family house. One of the units had four bedrooms. I had one of the bedrooms. And then there were like two couples and another single person living there. Like, I mean, that's like a dorm, right? It's yeah. like a dorm. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm a complete loser. I'm 50 years old. I'm, you know, showing college students places to live. And I'm living at, like a college student, right? Like, this is not cool. And I just felt like, yeah, so you just wasted 50 years. And now you're too old to do anything else. And you're a complete loser. And I was <laughs> <laughs> that's a little harsh a little harsh on yourself yeah yeah it was not pretty and so i i was just like that i'm like oh god so now what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna be like and so like three weeks later three weeks after my 50th birthday which was that very depressing incident i walk into my aunt's 100th birthday party and there she is, like, she's a superstar. I mean, at 100, you would have thought she was in her 70s. She's got a tiara. She's got this, like, you know, sash they gave her that says 100th birthday. And she's just sitting there. She knows everyone's name, everyone's birthday. She was so just smart and alert and just amazing. And I looked at her and I was like, oh, my God, I have 50 more years. I, you know what I mean? Like, if this is what 100 looks like, I can do this thing, right? And so I that just woke me up basically. It woke me up and I just started like, okay, what can I do? What do I need to do? What, what's the best way to like start to make money and how can I do some things and what are some skills I already have? And so that's where I, yeah, I went from like, really, I mean, not even zero, like in debt and a loser. Wow. I wouldn't say a loser because you're reconnecting. I think like something I've learned and I'm, I'm happy that I learned it so quote unquote young I'm, th I'm 37 30, 37 38 oh god I don't even know how old <laughs> I am I'm not 40 yet that's what I know um but with my nephew I feel like I reconnected with my inner child so I feel like even though you were looking at yourself as a loser living with these people who are half your age if you will you got to reconnect with you when you were starting your you know your business journey when we were young and full of like we can do anything and then we realized the real world is like no you can't you have to play by our rules yeah. but thanks to the entrepreneurial world we're able to do that and you you were able to see that even at 50 like you you said whoa 100 year old grand and who's like busting a busting moves left right and center and you're like why do i feel older than a 100 year old you know yeah it's true it. It's true. I have her to thank for that. And she ended up living to 105. So every year I'd say, I've still got 50 years. I've still, <laughs> still 50 got 50 years. years. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I bet she was a, just the life of every party she was at. She was a firecracker. She really oh, was I can a firecracker. I imagine. If she, if she sparked you, she's obviously someone that everybody needs in their life. And I'm pretty sure you're hitting that goal uh, when you hit to 100. You'll be a 70-year-old, 100-year-old, or however that sentence should work. Um, 
so you got reinvigorated. You started hustling a bit more, still doing the rentals, or did you decide to move off of something to, to something else? Well, I started doing sales. And it's interesting because I got some pushback from the broker. He's like, we have this niche, we do rentals, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, sales is where the money is. That's what I'm going to start doing. So I, I, you know, with, with no help from the office, I started uh, getting my own sales clients. And then obviously you get bigger checks. I mean, you can, you can hustle a lot as a rental mm -hmm. agent, but you, it's smaller, obviously smaller yeah. denominations. And when you get a big check, it's easier to invest. <laughs> <laughs> you to pay your bills. <laughs> You're like, oh, cool! I can, I can eat and pay bills this time. Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, those big paychecks are, are lifesavers. And then, how long did it take you to go from, hey, I'm surviving quote unquote i don't think you're surviving or thriving to where you're like oh, okay i can breathe i can now move on to the next stage of this journey that i'm on like how long did that take for you it took about two years because the first thing that i well actually not even that long but the first thing that i knew i needed to do was to improve my credit so mm -hmm. I, you know, really set to work on, you know, paying off all my bills and, you know, getting everything to be nice and clean and pretty. Mm -hmm. um, be, and then I started looking for real estate to invest in. And so, yeah, so let me think that was, um, yeah, so about two, two years by, by time was all said and done. And I actually found some people to invest with me. I found a great piece of property to invest in and it was, the market was terrible. So it was <laughs> great time to buy. Yeah. And then I just, you know, fixed that one up, sold that, bought two more, sold out, you know what I mean? It, it just started to in, in create the that. empire. Yeah, exactly. And take over the world. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> Everyone's dream uh, to rule the world or rule the, I like, I like to say that I, we rule our own little empires. Like it could be just our house, but it's still our empire. It's our castle, our domain. Right. So regardless of how it is, you're still a queen running your empire. Now you're transitioning from doing all that hustle and bustle to, I want to help the next generation, the next group of people, the next women, because um, I think we need a lot more women in this workforce, a lot more entrepreneurial women, because you guys bring in some great ideas, not just just not just like designing stuff and that, but like the way you look at everything is so much is so different. And that's why I love talking with female entrepreneurs, because you guys just have a different view of things. Why did you want to focus on the female entrepreneurs in regards to uh, your coaching and that? I feel like there is a. Uh much more of a temptation and much more of a, especially during, you know, in my sort of generation for women to put their own lives on hold once they start having kids mm -hmm. and, and then the kids are gone. And sometimes also the husband's gone. And then you're just like sitting there going, Oh, so now I'm like too old to do anything else. And I'm just going to have to wait around until I retire. And you know, with this job I hate or whatever that is below your potential because you, it had you know, hours that allowed you to pick the kids up from there or whatever and things like that. So I feel like there is that empty nest syndrome that I don't think men particularly have, but, you know, for, and, and the opportunity for women to reconnect with some of the energy and excitement and vitality that they had, you know, maybe at just out of college or just out of, you know, when they were younger. And even if they don't end up doing what it, 
what they had thought of doing as a young person, just the idea that they could reinvent themselves and it isn't too late to start a business, to start to do some type of a passion project. I actually was speaking to someone yesterday. She's she's in her 60s and she just she's in the middle of getting her of getting ordained as a Lutheran minister, which is something that she had always wanted to do that she put on hold when she became pregnant. And it's a, it's no, a very common brilliant. story. Oh my God. Yeah. And it, it, obviously it is like looking at my, my mother, like she put her life on hold. She was, has a great, she had a great career in, you know, administration for a hospital, had the kids, put it on hold. And once the kids got old enough, she could technically go go back to work, but she still had the, like the handcuffs because of the kids. But now obviously she's grandma mode and she's loving every moment of it with uh, the nephews and that. Um, so yeah, uh, what like this this sixty year old uh, soon to be ordained minister minister? That's one of the I, I think that's awesome because like the wisdom that she can bring into her teachings, coalescing with the teachings of uh, the book, all of that's that's amazing. What other kind of wins do you see? Have you already had with your uh, with some of your coaching clients or some of the people that you were not necessarily coaching? but we're helping before you decided, <laughs> Hey, I'm going to go into this coaching world. Yeah. You know, the, the difference between, I'm going to answer your question in one second, but the difference oh. between talking to a 60 year old who has reignited with that excitement and passion, like she's talking at like a million miles an hour. She's all excited. Oh, and then I'm going to do it. And we're doing this and we've sold our house and we, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so, there's so much life there. And then you oh. talk to someone else who's just like, yeah, well, you know, we, we, we're the ladies who lunch, you know, we go play golf and then we, you know, maybe we'll go to the movies or whatever. I'm like, it's just a whole different life, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the people who I talked to, <clears throat> who I coached, she was in a marriage that she hated, you know, basically was, she'd come home from the gym, go in the bedroom and just sit there. She was only, but she felt trapped in the relationship because she wasn't making enough money. She was, had like a part-time job and was just not, in any way, shape or form happy. And, and we started talking about what, you know, her skill set was, because we all have this temptation to think that everybody else can do everything we can do, plus all the stuff they can do, right? You've, you don't realize how, you know, special you are, how gifted you are. And so we started to talk about, and one thing that was very obvious was that she was bilingual. And I said, well, you know, you're, you're bilingual. Have you ever thought of doing anything like that? She goes, well, I did have this idea of, you know, creating a, uh, uh, some courses that would help people to learn the specific language of their profession. So, right, you go to the, like a doctor, a, a nurse, a, you know, someone who works in healthcare, they don't need to know how to say everything, but they need to understand how people are feeling, right? They need to understand that particular, um, you know, grammatical group that only that, that, that is, that is going to allow them to do their job really well with people from different languages. And so, I said, oh my, man, that's a fantastic idea. It's like a million dollar idea right there to me, right? You can start with different professions then you can add different languages. I mean, there's just so much you can do there. It's a, yeah. it's a fantastic idea. So I said, Let, what, what's holding you back? Like, what? how can we do this? And anyway, long story short, she's doing it now, which is like so exciting, right? It's so exciting. It's awesome. Like- yeah, it's awesome. It's fantastic, right? She started with healthcare and then, you know, you can move on to other types of professions like that. And, you know, she's talking about now adding different languages, which I'm like, yes. That, that's awesome. Like, yeah. I know I live in Montreal, so we do have we have to be bilingual. You live in Montreal, you have to be bilingual. You need to know the French as well as the English. Right. And 
as much as I am French, I, I don't think I'm that French, right? But <laughs> I did, my, my ancestors are probably rolling in their grave right now with that statement. But whenever I speak in French, I feel always so self-confident. But whenever I was talking about my previous job where I was working in finance, I knew all the lingo. I felt confident as like, oh, you want to talk finance? Boom. I'm like Johnny on the spot like it was my natural language. But put me out in the wild? And having conversations, I am scared, like, head in the sand. Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm ostrich, head in the sand, not, not, I don't see anything. I don't know what you're talking about. So hearing that she's like saying, hey, you don't need to know how to speak the full language. Just be able to communicate the professional things so that the people understand and you can understand them. I think that's genius because it just saves, it saves. Because now I feel comfortable as a, a patient coming in with the person at least knows the lang- at least some of the language so that we can have that communication. Right. So I think that's genius. And it's not a million dollar idea. That's a billion dollar idea. Cause if Babel's doing it and you have all these translating for sure, she can do it. And especially if she focuses on the professionals, whew, yeah, she'll, exactly. she'll crush it. That's an yeah. amazing story. Right? I want to hear a win that you got. Like what, what is a, a personal win that you just hold up? Like whenever you're getting those dark days, cause we all have them. We've all had those dark days where we, we don't think we're good enough, even though we've had success after success. What is one memory that you, is your candle in the wind, let's say? Well, it, it, it's it's that. I mean, feeling I feel successful when I think of like clients who I've helped to become real estate investors. And now they're like, hey, you know, we, we're taking a vacation again. We're buying, you know, what I'm, I'll think of one person in particular. She was in her 50s when we met. I helped her to buy a three family, you know, home. And she had a great time going through each unit, fixing it up, you know, got it all uh, po- positive cash flow. She's got a ton of equity in there now. She's driving a Mercedes and she's able to spend her time, de- you know, taking care of her granddaughter who doesn't live, or sorry, grandson, who doesn't live in the same, who, who lives in Florida when her places are in Massachusetts. So she fi- is financing her lifestyle with a beautiful passive income stream that, just came from just getting started real estate investing, which I, I love people to have that buffer, right? Mm-hmm. Just to have a passive income stream while they're trying to do something else. It's 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 freaking great. Like that passive, just like it gives you that like oh, that breathing room. Like okay, the bills are paid. Cool. I don't have to worry about stuff. I can like focus on the wants instead of the needs. Like I need to have shelter. Not that I want shelter. I need it to survive. So like having your needs met and now you're just looking to play with your wants. Oh, that's great. Now you have a podcast and as a podcaster, I love talking to people with podcasts. (laughs) Who would have thought it, right? Right. (laughs) What is your podcast about? So I actually have two. Um, yeah, Women Creating Wealth is just for women and real estate investing. That, mm-hmm. That's all we talk about. But the other one is Get Your Fill, Financial Independence and Long Life, which I started because I'm too old for fire, right? So there's no big, like, you can't be too excited about someone who's retiring at 60, right? So there's no retiring early for me. So I said, well, I'll just live a long time. So, that, and, and of course, my grandmother, I mean, my aunt was the inspiration for that, so. So and then we talk to right all kinds of people, people who talk about how how to make your money work, positive energy, you know, and and all kinds of things that have to do with and, and long, you know, having a long, happy, healthy life. I love that. Um, how did you come up with the ideas? Like, which podcast start was the first one? Get your and, fill. 
get your fill yeah. and what how did you come up with the idea of get your fill and personally as a fill i love the name um i'm, I'm <laughs> right. disappointed i didn't come up with that so I'm, there's a little bit of bitterness uh towards you now and i don't know if you're going <laughs> to listen to the podcast because it's still such a great name uh, but how did how did you come up with the idea and talk me about like why you decided to start this podcast um, I do a lot of like kind of following the path, like one thing leads to another thing leads to another thing. And so it, it all started when I wanted to start doing public speaking. And then I went to a seminar, I mean, like a trade show kind of thing for speakers. And they had this whole podcast um, where some of the vendors and I was like, oh, podcast, mm, that's kind of interesting. And then I thought, well, what would I talk about? And then I just, yeah, it just all just kind of like, I want, it's sort of simplistic, but it just sort of came to me that, you know, the idea of doing it and, you know, podcasts are so fantastic because you meet such great, amazing, fun people and you're just learning from them for the hour or whatever amount of time that you are talking with them. And it's, it's such a great, such a great venue. I really wish you didn't reveal that super secret uh, about how it's the, the, so the selfish. <laughs> it, it is, it's, uh, it's the one secret I don't like telling publicly. Like I'll tell everybody one-on-one, -on -one, but announcing it, like podcasting is like the super, like you get a masterclass every time you talk. Cause I get to ask you questions that if I was watching you on a zoom webinar that I wouldn't be able to ask you. And now I got you one-on-one -on -one. instead of paying you hundreds of thousands of dollars. I, I get, I get free content and I get to ask you all these super important questions, especially when it's in your niche. Like I'm a digital entrepreneur. I love learning about marketing. I love learning about how other people are making money. So it, it's all just populating in here. And when I talk with someone, I can sound even bigger and smarter because I'm like, Oh, you know, you can do real estate investing. You should check out this podcast. It's actually really good. I interviewed them. Here's the interview. Like, it's amazing. Um, who has been one of your surprise guests, like a guest either on uh, getting your fill or your real estate one that you were like, wow, I did not think I would be able to get either a caliber of this guest or this guest just surprised me. So, you know, who popped into my head when you asked me that, and it's going to take me a second even to remember her name because it was a couple of years ago that I talked to her, but she comes across as a real, I don't want to say like a valley girl, but she comes across as like somebody who's just sort of like, you know, only concerned about her appearance oh. and, you know, um, and her name is, oh, oh crap. It's going to, I'll, I'll look her up. At the know? end of the episode, you'll be saying her name like constantly, yeah, exactly. you know, that's how it works. But yeah, yeah. so you, you were, she, she's, she was someone that you didn't expect to have on your show. Yeah. I mean, somebody recommended her to me and I said, oh yeah, okay. And, and, you know, I did some research and she, she does um like permanent um, makeup. So she does like tattooing basically okay. of eyebrows and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. But then when we started talking, I mean, she's so deep. She was so deep, you know, she's came, she's from the Philippines. They came over with absolutely nothing. And that, you know, just talking about how her dad used to pull tools out of the trash and shine them up and sell them, you know, like fix them and sell them and like that entrepreneurial bend and how she started, you know, in this business and just took off as an, it became like an Instagram superstar. And now she, she's like the authority that if I ask anybody who does this kind of permanent makeup, they've all heard of her. Wow. And she, I mean, she's just, and she was so smart, just so smart. And, and I just. I, and nice. And I just loved her. I was like, 
if that's not the American dream, I don't know what is. Coming over from a, a country with nothing in your pockets, hustling to becoming the authority uh, in your dom in your niche, that is the American dream, one hundred percent. And I think people forget about like that's what it used. Like our ancestors, like our grandparents, and that when they first came over, whenever they came over, they had the hustle. And now you have you got the oh my god, I love that, I love that for you um what what where do you see your podcast going either one do you do you have a goal or you're just like i'm just enjoy talking with the people you know somebody actually suggested to me yesterday that i do like because i'm in the fourth i'm actually going into my fifth season of get your fill and so they said oh you should do you should take each year like the highlights and do sort of like a book or a highlight reel or some type of a thing that bringing out like some really great things like what did I learn from this year's episodes or whatever. And I thought, you know, that would actually be kind of fun because I'd be going, Sheila Bella is her name. Sheila Bella. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd be going back to the different episodes. I'd get to re-listen to them, you know, remind myself of the the wisdom that they had. I think that's a really good, fun idea. But I, I just want it to be, I just want more people to be, to benefit from right? The, the great guests that I've had and, and for the, for women creating wealth. I mean, I have some, some online courses and stuff that go along with that, but I really want women to understand that they can become real estate investors and the amazing freedom that goes along with that. I love that. I, I love uh, specifically going after the, the females and the older females, younger females, because we, we need more females in uh, the entrepreneurial space, uh, providing that balance to the male driven, you know, go, 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 just smooth sailing. Um, something that I think more people need to take in. That's just like that relaxing nature, calm. Like it doesn't have to be hustle. I don't know hustle, how hustle. calm I am though. I don't know if you would really. Uh... You're probably way more, I'm probably more calm than you, but like, I, I feel like, no, it's like a, it's like a, like the nurturing effect. Like, yes, women can go hardcore fast, but they understand where the lines are, whereas men just will continue going off the cliff. That's what I feel. Like men will just like, oh, there's the goal. We'll just run. <laughs> and we'll just run, 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 run without consequence because we're like a robot. We'll just run. And women are like, wait, there's a hole. We need to slow down. You know? um, but anyways, um, I want to go back. Uh, we're, we're, we're at 25 minutes here. I'm having a great time chatting with you. I, I, I'm too. learning so much. I'm eager to ask you so many other questions. So I'm going to be inviting you back. So don't worry about nice. that. You'll get a oh, nice. request Thank to come you. back. But I want to go to your 10-year-old self. Boom, snap my fingers. We're, we're back to your 10-year-old self. You have one piece of advice to give your 10-year-old self to spark them so they don't maybe wait till they're 50 to start their journey. What kind of advice would you give yourself? So, you know, Earl Nightingale, mm -hmm. and he's got the strangest secret. And he says, why? So there's 100% of the people, and we're all trying to conform with that 95% who ultimately are not the successful ones. And I would tell my 10-year-old self, don't, you know, like forget trying to fit in with everybody, forget trying to be part of the pack and trying to be a conformist, like go after that, be, be that 1%, right? Be that, or even that 5% of people who are going to succeed, who are going to be different, who are going to think different and just embrace that quality in yourself. Because I spent a lot of wasted time, <laughs> I wasted a lot of time trying to fit in with people who I just, you know, can't fit in with and who ultimately aren't the ones that are going to be have extraordinary lives, right? You don't need to have, a, you don't want to have a, 
a life that everybody else has. <laughs> no, no one wants to have that. I want to have my own life, experience everything, maybe take v adventures from other people's lives, but I want to live them myself. Right. Um, that's great advice. I love that piece of advice. Snapping our finger 10 years in the future now. We're 10 years in the future. What are you doing? Where Where is Christy? I by by then I will have been on every in every country, even if just for a few days. That I will have spent some time in every country in the world, and of course every state in the union. And I will be um, finding new ways to enable that you know lifestyle of traveling, which I really love. Um, maybe I'll be leading tours or something, but and I will have. Uh, short-term rentals in some of my favorite countries, hopefully all of my favorite countries by then. I like that. I like that. That's a great goal. Oh, I'm jealous of that goal. I love it. Um, Chris, I'm going to jump. <laughs> I'm going to jump off stage here. I, I may have to keep you on my contact to call you up and be like, do you have any places here for me? I'll rent from you. Um, Chrissy, but I'm going to jump off the stage here. I want you to let my audience know where they can follow you, where they can connect with you, where they can listen to your podcasts so that they can get inspired as well and get their fill, uh, if you will. <laughs> um, so the floor is yours. Thanks, Phil. The easiest way, I mean, I, as you probably heard, I have a lot of hats, but chrismccarron.com is an easy place to connect with the majority of the hats that I have at the moment. And from there, you can also email me and say, gee, Chris, I want to talk more to you about coaching. I want to talk more to you about, I want to download a copy of your book, which is a great primer for real estate people interested in real estate investing, which is empower your inner millionaire. There's, you know, you can, you can, uh, I'll allow you to download a copy. I'll give Phil a link so that he can put that in the show notes and that will maybe get you started. So thank you. I, oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. I'm looking for, I'm going to download your book because I may not be the core audience, but I want to be a millionaire who doesn't right? and always right. reading from others is always uh, knowledge is power, as they say, and yeah. can never have too much knowledge. But as long as you put wisdom is putting it into action. So I'll probably be putting it into action. So Christine, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing your story with us. I'm looking forward to listening to more of your podcast because uh, especially after name, the name is after me. So I have to listen to it. <laughs> uh, but I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Phil. It's been a, re a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. And to my audience, as you know, the show notes will have all those links, especially the link to get uh, the book. And uh, so you can download it, read it and take all the knowledge that Christy has and start implementing in your life because you have to always remember to invest in yourself. Hey, digital entrepreneurs, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Now, if you're looking to take your podcast to the next level, like most of these entrepreneurs have taken their business to the next level to scale it, if you will, make sure you check out my brand new newsletter. Links are down below. It is called the Monetization Mogul Syndicate Newsletter, or it could be Feel Better stories of monetization moguls or making moguls is what i do so make sure you go ahead and check that out but i want to thank you very much for listening and as always remember to invest